0: Let us be attentive. Blessed are you, O Lord, God of our fathers, for you are righteous in all things you have done for us. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Let us be attentive. Brethren, by faith Moses, when he was grown up, Refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to share ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, received promises, Stopped the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign enemies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and scourging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn into. they were killed with the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering over deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And in all these, through well attested by their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had foreseen something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect.
1: Peace be with you, the reader. wisdom arise let us hear the holy gospel peace be with you all
2: the reading is from the holy gospel according to saint john let us be attentive At that time, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael, and he said to him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You shall see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened, and the angels of God ascend and descending upon the Son of Man.
1: Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Book 2 of his Republic, Plato tells us of a certain shepherd named Gyges. This Gyges was out in the wilderness one day when there was an earthquake, such an earthquake that the ground beneath his feet split open to reveal a great chasm and cave in the earth. Gyges descended therein only to discover a gold ring. He put the ring on his finger and returned to his fellow shepherds. As they were sitting around and talking, he happened to turn his ring halfway so that the stone on it faced it down towards his palm. He suddenly disappeared. Then he turned it back up to its original position and he reappeared. With this newfound power, Gyges made off for the royal court, wreaked all sorts of havoc unseen, took the queen to himself, did away with the king secretly, and without any blemish to his name, because he had been unseen, enthroned himself as the new ruler of that land. The question that is posed to us by Plato through this myth, is whether people act good because they have to, because they are seen, or by some social construct, or because they want to. Give someone a ring of invisibility, and I suppose we would find out his or her true character. Well, no matter what the outcome of such an experiment might be, There is no such thing as a ring of invisibility when it comes to God. He sees and knows all, and there is no pulling the wool over his eyes. An example of this comes right from this morning's gospel reading. As Nathanael is approaching Jesus, and they had never met before, Jesus says concerning Nathanael, behold an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Rather astonished, of course, Nathaniel responds, How do you know me? In other words, how can you know what I am like? How do you know my deepest heart? Then Jesus gives a rather perplexing answer. Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Feeling the penetrating perception and probing insight of Christ, recognizing now his creator come in the flesh, Nathanael spontaneously exclaims, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, the King of Israel. Now, taking this fig tree as our cue, this episode is meant to take us back to the Garden of Eden just after the transgression of Adam and Eve. If you recall, after the first-formed couple had disobeyed God and eaten the forbidden fruit, they made for themselves aprons from the leaves of a fig tree and hid from their Creator. As Genesis reads... And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Knowing, of course, what had happened, God calls out to his fallen children, Where are you? What have you done? Just as Jesus saw and knew Nathaniel when he was under the fig tree, so also did God see and know Adam and Eve when they were hiding their shame beneath the leaves of a fig tree. My brothers and sisters, this is our God. He is the one who knows us, remembers us, sees us, hears us, calls us, seeks us, pursues us, even when we don't want him to. As King David exclaimed, Surely your goodness and mercy, O Lord, shall pursue me all the days of my life. As the God who remembers, as the one who hears us, we read in Exodus chapter 2, in the course of these many days, the king of Egypt died. And the people of Israel groaned under their bondage and cried out for help. And their cry under bondage came up to God. And God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Jacob and Isaac. And God saw the people of Israel, and God knew their condition. And then, in the next chapter, we read, Then the Lord said, I have seen the afflictions of my people. I have heard their cry, and I know their sufferings. And I have come down to deliver them. In Genesis, Hagar names God, He who sees me, for he saw her in her afflictions. He sees every single place of work and school and every family, as we read in Job. For he looks to the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. He sees every single person's actions and thoughts, even those people who wrong us, as Job again says. For his eyes are upon the ways of a man, and he sees all his steps. He sees us not as others sees us, but looks to the inner being. In 1 Samuel we hear, the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks into the heart. And again, the Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From his dwelling place on high, he looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the hearts of them all, he who understands all their works. Psalm 33. And our Lord himself, Jesus Christ, in Matthew, says that God sees what we've hidden and especially is fond of what we do for him in secret. Your heavenly Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. He searches for us, giving us strength when we surrender every single aspect of our life, whether it has to do with our family or our job, our friendships and recreation. First Chronicles puts it this way, For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth, that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you, I knew you, Jesus said. And he says the same to each of us. I see you, I know you, I hear you, I understand you, and I am with you. Allow me to conclude with one of my favorite prayers a prayer that I recite every single morning in the Orthros, just before the commencement of the Divine Liturgy. Holy Lord, who dwell on high and watch over the lowly, and who watch over all creation with your all-seeing eye, we have bowed the neck of our soul and body to you, and we beseech you, O Holy of Holies, extend your invisible hand from your holy dwelling place and bless us all, And whether we have sinned knowingly or unknowingly, forgive as the good God who loved mankind, granting to us your earthly and heavenly good things. For it is yours to show mercy and to save us, our God. And to you we offer glory, to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and to the ages of ages. Amen.